This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. Hey Spotify's, click or tap the banner to listen to Rap Caviar. The freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever. Brought to you by our friends at Stars and the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Swan's Cast Podcast. So, not been so much Swansea related content the last week or so obviously been the international break so we decided to get the next installment of the podcast going and kind of going with the international break theme we're going to have a little bit of a discussion about our feelings towards the break and uh, talk a little bit about how Wales have done not in too much detail though speak about any of the Swans players that have been away on international duty and how they have fared and then we're going to also have a look at the run-in for the final last sort of eight to nine games of the season depending on what club you are and kind of talk about what we think is going to unfold, maybe. We'll see. Um, I'd like to welcome Lee, who's joined me today for this one. So welcome, Lee. Hello. How are we doing? Yeah, doing right. Uh, how has your week off of uh, football been? Or like club football? Yeah, that's right. It's a bit of a strange feeling, isn't it? When uh, the, the football... I don't know, it's just weird with the international break, isn't it? Even though there is just plenty of football still going on, it still feels a bit empty, doesn't it? Especially on the weekend. Yeah, so... Um... Obviously, we're going to start talking about the international break. So that you just kind of led into the question I was going to kind of ask, and that is, do you enjoy the international break? So I guess the answer is not really. I I do in a way because like you know I look forward to the Wales games, um, but outside of that, I just find I don't watch. Um, you know, I I can't watch like Israel against Scotland and <laughs> and stuff like that and whatever it is you know. Even England against San Marino. No, I can't. Okay, I can't watch it. But um, and I love watching all football all the time. I don't know if it's like just when the club football is on. There's always sort of, you know, a big game. Yeah, there's always a big. There's always a couple of games that you're interested in. You know, especially now, like we're looking at Brentford, we're looking at Watford. Um, you know, we're looking at the Premiership games. You know, we're looking at Cardiff. You know, there's just all sorts going on. But I find like in the international break, you're looking you're looking forward to the Wales games. But outside of that, um. It's a bit flat for me, and that's why, that's why it annoys me, especially on the weekend. I just, I, I don't understand why they can't have like games on a Saturday afternoon because it seems to be like Wednesday night. I know Wales played like Saturday night, which was good, 
But like, there's nothing like sort of Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. Why can't we have like a twelve o'clock kickoff and a three I think, o'clock? Uh, kickoff? England played earlier on today. I play in five o'clock when I think they, they kicked yeah. off, which was alright on a Sunday, I suppose. But... Last I checked, they were one nil up against uh, Albania. I want to say. Yeah, I didn't see the final score. Yeah, it was I'll, Albania. I'll have a look by the time we get to that. Um, but I agree. I think like. Like you said, you look forward to the Wales games, and I don't even look forward to the Wales games. I'll be honest. In terms of international football, I just if you compare it to like rugby, I really look forward to Wales playing in rugby. I just don't get that same unless it's competition and call me whatever. But like, I don't know. I think it's the system more than necessarily the team. The the way that football runs its international breaks and um, the spectacle of the the games is just some of them are so dull boring and I guess that's partly down to how Wales play but not even just subject to Wales just the international breaks in general like England not that I support England or anything but the way the the qualifiers go they're playing San Marino, who cares they're playing like people who literally do the same job that I do and then turn up and play for their country because they don't have a professional league system, do you know what I mean? Like That's literally like me putting on some boots and playing against England so I just can't I know it is what it is, and you've got to give everyone the chance to qualify. But surely there's a better way of uh, of doing yeah, think doing the system. The qualifiers are hard to buy in, and I think they did this like Nations League thing, which is a bit I don't know. Yeah, that's confusing enough to talk about it. Yeah, but like no, yeah, I, I do look forward to watching the Wales games, and I'll, I'll watch them. But yeah, I just I they just need to change the way it's set up. Why can't we have like sort of sat, like games all through Saturday? Why can't they do like you know? Everybody plays on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then everybody plays the second game on Saturday and Sunday, and then have a week break till the the club football yeah. starts up again. Because you could have like you could have like Wales playing, you know, Belgium or Atlas twelve, and then you know England and Albania are on at three o'clock, and then there's yeah. a five o'clock game. Um, you know, like like your usual sort of Saturday, and you buy into it. But by the time you've watched like Wales on on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was, and then you've got like Northern Ireland on Thursday and then someone else plays on Friday and then you say you get to like England and San Marino. It's just like, yeah, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, like, like the Champions League in there, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then... Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then play the play the, play the the second a lot of games on Saturday and Sunday. But even if they need the extra day and just do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then that's it. Or like, yeah. like and then do the same the week after. But um, it's not even that as well. This This break, Wales have played three games, one of them being a friendly... Why do they even need to put that friendly in? Like, you don't, why do you need to squeeze the friendly in between the two competitive? Just because of money, probably. But, like, I really don't care about we've seen the second string Wales team playing against Mexico. It was a good win, though. I enjoyed that. It was, but yeah. apparently it was quite hard to yeah. watch, was it? I, I know, yeah, I know, it. yeah. I did, I did watch it. I, I know what you mean. Like, they didn't need to shoehorn the friendly in, but, um, like just yeah, it was a good win for Wales in in that in that aspect. I think yeah, like, it is it is a good win, and you've got to give the players the experience. But there is a lot of uh, international breaks and international games that they play. Wales have done better of recent years, but I think the difference is obviously when you compare it to the competition football, that is a spectacle. Like you go to the Euros, you've got is full of big teams, and it is exciting, and you want to see the best football on display, and you kind of buy into that for a couple of weeks, don't you? But um. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get what you mean. I don't know what the solution is, but I just don't. I don't get excited for the breaks because I th- maybe it's because they cause so much disruption as well for club football. Yeah, it's a bit like of an inconvenience, of it. isn't it? Especially now with everything going on, it just seems to be a bit of a 
I think I can understand with Wales though, because like, yeah, like again, club rivalry always comes in with Wales all the time, which is really annoying as well. So it's hard to sort of, uh, it's hard to buy into it sometimes. Um, you could see it on the weekend there was a sort of a, like just looking at social yeah. media, you could see like there was like, you know, Kiefer Moore scored, but Ben Kapang was at a great game, and and then that that journalist that always uh, piped up about Cardiff and that Paul, whatever his, I can't remember his second name, like long second name. Says about like oh, all the best players, like backhanded comment. All the best players come from the capital, whether they play for whatever club they play for. And it's just like oh, really? Like how how can you get behind like a a nation when it's like that? I mean, maybe it's the same for you know like England and stuff. You know, there's you know you've got like your Manchester clubs and Liverpool and I feel maybe like I there's... don't really see that though. Yeah, maybe we don't see it, but um, yeah, just that after the after a friendly after the Mexico game, that that sort of comment coming out from our own journalists. Saying that, what's he trying know, to say? Gareth Bale's from like, yeah, Cardiff like, area, is he? He's always trying to say, yeah, yeah. Like, what, 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 what sort of point scoring is that? Like, how, like, well, I so can understand why credit of where his mother gave birth. <laughs> yeah, but what, like, but what does that do? How does that rally like a sort of a fan base behind Wales? Isn't it? I think there's a stat to say how many if they're going down that route, and I don't want to add to the conversation, but Swansea has as a club and an academy produced more talent for the Welsh international scene than any other club in the last couple of years. So, you know, if he wants to go down that, down that route, then that's the facts. Where where your birthplace is is completely irrelevant. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. If both clubs are producing players for Wales, then Wales benefits. It doesn't matter who's producing more. Like, yeah. if Swansea's putting money into their academy when they're in the Premier League, and as a result of it, we've got, like, before that, Joe Allen, then you've got Ben Davis, and you've got, like... Neil Taylor, I know he came from um, Wrexham, but made his name a Swansea. Cabango, Ashley Williams, I know he, again, made his name. But I'm just saying, that benefits Wales. And then Cardiff doing the same. They go up to the Premier League, although I can't name as many. Declan John did have a stint, but he's not really anywhere now. Ouch. I know they've got Kiefer Moore now, obviously that's a good one. He's he's doing well yeah. for Wales, give credit um, there. Ramsey as well was Cardiff. Ramsey, like... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like it, it just helps. Wales wasn't in a good place for football, um, no. ten years ago. Like maybe even less than that, five to eight years ago, and all of this has helped us do better now. When you look at the composition of the Welsh squad compared to like England or some of the other big countries, we've got players called up from like League One and League Two. We've got like Josh <laughs> Ian played against uh, Mexico, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he right, was well. on the bench, but like. Yeah. Play for Newport in League Two, do you know what I mean? Another Swansea boy just say it as well in regards to that guy. He's um, part of the problem though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but like the fact that we are competitive and in the top thirty in the world rankings, it's a massive part to both clubs being successful, going up to like the Premier League, oh, yeah. investing in the youth and people coming through. It's it definitely coincided where. with uh, like, you know, Swans going up and Cardiff going up as well and Obviously, having Gareth Bale has helped that last last sort of, you know. Yeah, look, Bale, Bale is an anom- anomaly, though, isn't he? Like, he's that one player that comes once in a generation, and we won't see another Gareth Bale for... We might not even see another Gareth Bale for Wales in our lifetime to that standard of that quality. Like, you know, he, you could say Ryan Giggs was there before, but was he? is he the same level? That's no, another debate. So. Oh, uh, well, yeah, ideal. <laughs> If you want to open that I, I don't think for Wales, I'll him for the was, I don't think he was as influential for Wales as Gareth Bale has been. Oh, no, definitely not. No. So, um, 
I mean, you just look at the tournament and it. Gareth Bale got Wales to a tournament and yeah, the gigs didn't. So, but it doesn't matter where they're from. The bottom line is the rivalry on the pitch. If it spurs both clubs to do well, if we're both fighting each other to get promotion and we want to one up each other, ultimately yeah, that's going to help Wales. And when it comes yeah, to Wales, probably. put the rivalry to the side. Yeah, look, you'll probably you probably never get rid of it. It's just the way it is with our with the derby, two main clubs in Wales. You probably never get yeah. rid of it. But um, I think I just think Euros, probably... it? people tended to leave it in the Euros when we were there. Yeah, it seemed to be a good uh, like a better atmosphere. But uh, yeah, it just seemed to slip back into a way since then. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people probably don't buy into uh, into the international football as much as they do for the club, which is understandable. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah. I hate Kiefer Moore when we're looking at championship games, but if he's scoring for Wales, then I'll support it. It's really not a problem. Like, yeah. one day, Kiefer Moore's not going to be a Cardiff player anymore, and he'll score against Cardiff, potentially. In that, Like, it doesn't mean... It probably doesn't mean that much to Kiefer Moore after he's left Cardiff, do you know what I mean? So, everything at the end of the day is a fake, like, you're just making it up anyway, so I don't know. It's just, it's just stupid. Anyway, the bottom line, this all is a result of the fact that Conor Roberts had a bit of a stick on social media, didn't he? Because of um, oh, he slipped. Because he slipped, and a lot of Cardiff fans like to jump on him, and they they messaged, sent him messages saying how poor he was, and obviously including the Jack Jack stuff, being a Swansea player. And his partner came out and said that she had to basically go on his account quite regular and delete abuse before he gets back from the football game, and I just find that quite sad. Yeah, I mean that's that's where we are, isn't it? It seems to be getting worse now, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it is with like the the lockdowns and stuff. Maybe I I maybe maybe the boost has always been there, but we just haven't I th- seen I it. I think as much it's because it's been made a big thing now, so um, people are highlighting it. But the thing yeah. is, you can put a picture of a footballer up and um, hide behind it. Essentially, say whatever you want. There's no repercussion, even if your account gets banned. You just set a new one up. Um, and they, they know it's in the media a lot now. So the people that kind of do it just keep doing it more now because it's getting attention. So bringing attention to it, as much as you want to bring attention to it to make it better, kind of like it, it seems to be getting worse because, like, again, today, Cabango and uh, Matatondo, I think, have both been subject to racist abuse on, on social media. Uh, yeah. Swans have put out a statement in regards to that. I just I don't I haven't seen what the abuse was or anything, but why I don't understand. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on there. I think because it's in the because it's in the media now and it gets heightened and thing. It's almost a win for them, isn't it? It's like what I've done, you know. I've done this comment and it's gone all over the place and it's all you know, like you said, they'll just make a new account. And it's almost a win, yeah. but I just uh, it's gonna. I don't know where I don't know where it ends to be honest at the moment because it's just the same old cycle. Like someone says something. Everybody blows up. Everybody supports, which is right and rightly so. And then you know the clubs make a statement, the FAW make a statement, and then Instagram or Twitter or something make a statement and say, "Oh yeah, we don't agree with this, and we've deleted the account." And then, but we are a platform then, for free speech. And then that's the end of it, and and then it rolls on again into yeah. the next week. So the issue is the companies need to do more, and that's the only way anything's going to get solved. There isn't anything really the club can do on that scale. Like yeah. they can't physically stop people from doing it. All they can say is what they do and put a statement out to say they don't approve of it, um, and protect the players as much as they can. Same as the government, really. They can't unless they make it law or something that um, these social media platforms have to do more. I don't know yeah. if that's something that can happen, but um, 
they've been addressing it actually in the government these issues of hate speech on social media but that's a conversation that maybe needs to be discussed more because Facebook, Instagram, well, Facebook is Instagram, Twitter, um, all of these platforms, TikTok. I think TikTok's getting quite bad for trolling. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Um, they just kind of hide behind the fact that they're providing a platform of free speech and they will delete these accounts. But okay, the damage has been done. And but yeah, you deleted their account. So they just carry on about their life like and do whatever they want like if if they said the same thing in person to the people that they say them to they probably end up in hospital or have a black eye or like there's some repercussion there is no repercussion at the moment yeah i know yeah well that's it and that's and we're just going to have the same conversation next weekend when another player makes a mistake or something um it'll be someone else and we'll we'll say the same thing and nothing gets yeah. done about it we it's should, not, uh... Yeah, it's not exclusive to players though, because obviously Amy, who's come on the channel a couple of times, gets the same sort of thing because she's a girl who talks about football. Yeah, yeah and, I know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I think at one point we well, get we all, to the point where something's going to change. We all know the answer, isn't it? It's having the identification on your on your yeah. social media, but when when is it going to happen? The 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 question is when. I feel um... like something will happen. Like maybe maybe we'll take. Another one of which is sad to say, yeah. We had that case last year of um, was it Caroline Flack, which took it over. Oh, yeah. We'll have another yeah. case, another high profile case like that, and then there'll be another outroar, and then maybe something will change then. But unfortunately, yeah. as disgusting as it is to think about and say, that's kind of what it takes to make change sometimes, and that's just yeah. really bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I totally agree. It's got to come to something, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we can uh, like hashtag identification. Get it rolling. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, but yeah, like like and say we want like if we get trolls for this, whatever. Not really interested. Like we've got a block button. Doesn't really bother me. But um, I just think something needs to change. Just do something better with your life in it. Like I, it's not enjoyable for anyone. So just 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 don't do it. Anyway, we'll go yeah, back. Yeah, I mean like. Yeah, let's go back to the football because uh, we'll be all day talking about that. Otherwise. Yeah, let's let's do it. It's a never-ending cycle of conversation. So we talked about if we enjoy the international breaks. So just as a recap, obviously there's still a game to go. Wales are playing three games in this period. We're kind of hoping some of our players got a rest, but we'll talk about them individually in a second. The first game was a, was a World Cup qualifier against Belgium. Wales ended up losing that one a three-one. Probably a fair result on the reflection of the game, but yeah. maybe two one would have been fairer. What a what a goal we scored though! We did take the lead, and I think oh, yeah. dreams of like uh, our memories of the world, the Euros win against Belgium, started coming back a little bit. Um, Connor Roberts had a massive part to play in the goal because he did get a yeah. lot of stick stick for one of the goals we conceded. So I just want to highlight. He did have a massive part in the counter-attack that led to the goal. Gareth Bale played an absolute superb ball into Harry Wilson. Yeah. And it was a good finish. Harry Wilson, Cardiff player, I'm complimenting him. Good finish by Harry Wilson. Lovely goal. Fair play. Enjoyed that. Shows mm-hmm. potentially just, what we can do. Yeah. Good signs, I think. Yeah, everything is just good feeling with Wales at the moment, I think. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of good issue, though. There's an underlying issue, and that is like Ryan Giggs. Oh yeah, I yeah, I don't know what is going on. That situation needs to be resolved for the Euros. Yeah, it's probably not for us to comment on what's going on, but um, no, whatever's going on on a 
on the sort of official site with Ryan Giggs. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not interested in that. What I mean is the Welsh FA need to make a decision on yeah. who's going to lead Wales into the Euros because if there's so much, if there's uncertainty around Ryan Giggs, like they need to make a decision because for me, you need to give whoever's going to do it the most amount of time you can. I think, uh, is this the last international break now? I think it is before. I think they have probably. No, I think they. I think they only have like one. They I think they one. only have friendlies now at the end of the season, the night before the Euro start. I think, I could be wrong. Um, so Wales are playing the next match against Czech Republic. Czech Republic, Republic. Yeah. then the fifth of June. So that's just after yeah. the season's finished. Then. Yeah, so that's it then. So there's no international break, and then it's just that's just Euros camp build up. Then isn't it? So his number two stepped in for this week, didn't he? Yeah, Rob Page. Yeah, so what, are they just going to, if Ryan Giggs is still not available by the summer, he carries on? I feel like that's the only option now. Yeah, but I think they should have done it by now. I think they should have said, look, he leads us into the Euros. Rob Page leads but us into the Euros. this is what I mean. This is why they, they, that's what I mean when I'm saying like a decision needs to be made. Yeah. Because yeah. I like it can't be helpful for the players going into a tournament with that uncertainty. Because what if they did decide to bring someone else in? Like say... Worst case scenario, whatever happens to gigs, and he's not allowed to carry on his job, um, and they have to bring someone else in. There's no time to like it's this completely new manager starting fresh in the tournament. Yeah, they won't bring in a new manager anyway. Yeah. They'll stick with it's either going to be gigs or Robert Pageney, and he's been in the camp, so they sort of they'll be you know they'll they'll be used to him. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I think they got they're gonna have to do something soon. Maybe after this run of fixtures, now they'll have to sort of just say. Um, you know, Robert Page leaves us, leads us into the Euros and, and gigs can come back afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, so Wales against Belgium, 3-1. Um, Harry Wilson got a goal. I believe Joe Rodon had a very good game. Kept room yeah, he Lukaku did. He was, yeah, played very well. Yeah. Joe Rodon, in all fairness, yeah. Nice to see excellent. from a Swansea perspective as well. Just nice to see him doing well against top opposition. Um, obviously not really had loads of game time, I suppose. But Lukaku considered one of the best strikers in the league, in the world. So nice to see him keeping him quiet, really, and hopefully that signals a big future for Rodon. Which yeah. I know he's not a Swansea player anymore, but you always like to see him doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was quiet. <clears throat> Dan James a bit quiet. Yeah, he was a bit quiet, wasn't he? That's another one. I'm not really sure with him with uh, United because he so tends to sort of he's been playing lately, isn't he? He's had a few he's had a few games. Hot and cold, and he. Yeah, and then he just seems to disappear then for a, a few months. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, so Conor Roberts was the only Swansea player that featured in that game. Probably didn't have his. It was it was the, it was average game in it, just like a six out of ten probably. So uh, he he had an impact in the goal. Yeah, he slipped, but I think a lot of players were slipping. So let's not go hard on him for slipping because the pitch is slippery. Sometimes yeah. it happens. Like as annoying as it is. It's not like he purposely fell on the floor, is it? No, I know. Yeah, everything he done all right. You know, I think uh, he must still be knackered. <laughs> I'd yeah. like, I would have liked to seen him have a break from a. I am frustrated from from a Swansea point of view. Um, he's probably going to start again against the Czech Republic. Well, this is this is the issue now, isn't it? Because we play Friday night, and uh, Connor obviously is going to start. He's likely to start um, on Tuesday, isn't he? A bigger issue is again, or is the under England under twenty ones play on Wednesday afternoon, and Gwe he's going to start, isn't he? So he's not going to get back into camp until. So yeah, we'll discuss all the players individually. I've got yeah. about that, um, but that is frustrating. 
Yeah, I think uh, who else have we got? Um, well, Cabango being the setup. I don't know if he'll start because he played the friendly, well, didn't he? Yeah, Cabango started against Mexico, so I think he had a solid game. Yeah, he played well. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the Mexico game at all. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, he, um, he looked good, Cabango. He did have a good game. Keith Moore yeah. scored the goal. Yeah, good finish. I was surprised he didn't start against Belgium. Yeah, I was surprised that actually. Yeah, but um, I don't I, know. I don't know what the system is or the way. I don't even know what the best team is at the moment. No, Joe Allen got an injury, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's another bad one. Bloody hell! And I think Ramsey is not available. Oh yeah, Ramsey mysteriously always injured just before a Wales or a Wales squad announcement. Um, probably won't be in the summer. Oh no, I'd be fit in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fit in the summer. But yeah, Joe Allen was a big uh, was a big loss because I, I I almost thought that the Euros were cancelled last year just for Joe Allen to be fit this year because he had a bad injury last year, didn't he? This is a controversial opinion, but we all always like lament the fact that we never re-signed him. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise. His fitness has not been good since then. He seems to be no. injured all the time. Yeah, I just think yeah, this is idea bad injury. He was tore his Achilles, didn't he? I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just been a rough one. Who knows, isn't it? Who knows? So we've still got... Oh, Conor Roberts came on as a sub in the Mexico game, which I thought was very, very... Why? <laughs> Why did he, yeah, he did come it. on as a sub? Yeah. I mean, they, they called up uh, Brandon Cooper as well, and he was on the bench. Why don't you just give him a debut instead? It's like, they're playing three at the back, I think. Were they? Well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. That was in... That might have been England um, under, under 21s when I looked at them. But... Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they did play three at the back. Wales. Chris Gunter was playing centre back, so why can they like? I don't know. He came on for Johnny Williams anyway. Connor Roberts did. Yeah, look, I mean, we we'll say that with our Swansea hats on, but I think in terms of him looking ahead for the Euros, he's just looking at his combinations and he is frustrating for us. I thought Cooper was going to like have a word and be like, "Fair enough for the qualifiers, but can you leave him out of the friendly?" Didn't he? Didn't he say that he hadn't? Wales was the only country that he hadn't spoke to out of the. Yeah, but I thought after that they would have made contact. No, I don't know. Because he made a point in the media, didn't he? So uh, I think Cooper would be equally frustrated as us, but obviously that's how bias swans he hats on. In terms of wills, yeah, fair enough. But um, okay, they got to play Czech Republic. We've got nothing to say on that. It's a competitive game again, so expect to see quite a similar lineup, I'd imagine, to the Belgium game. Maybe Kiefer Moore will come in if they play like. Well, I don't know, because it depends what system they play, really. Is three at the back the way they go in again now? Yeah, it seemed that way um, on uh, on last week. So I think that's probably uh, the way they're looking to go forward, I think. Yeah. Um, so England, uh, I just wanted to touch on England because obviously in terms of us talking about enjoying the international break, which was the overriding question here, that's another team that a lot of people still watch, even though they're based in Wales. I think a lot of people take interest because of the Premier League players and stuff. Yeah. On that as well, I think you're right, but I think like ITV have the coverage for England, and they so it's you know it's easily accessible. Yeah, and I think the Wales games. I can't remember actually. Did the Wales games come on S4C? I know the friendly was on Saturday. I don't know. I find oh. the dodgy stream. I'll be honest. I shouldn't be saying that, but I do. But other... <laughs> terrible. But otherwise, um, yeah. But otherwise, all the games are on Sky, aren't they? Like all the games, um, all the international games are on Sky, apart from that. Yeah. So I think like an England game is probably uh, is probably packaged quite well for people to watch. Like obviously we do watch the Premier League, so we do have a, a little bit of an interest in it. Don't mean to see 
yeah. to see the players maybe come together. It's quite good. That's part so of the solution then of bigging up the occasion. Like yeah, why can't the uh, why don't we look at like BBC Wales getting Wales games? Money. Not enough people watch it to make it worthwhile. Perhaps I mean Wales have historically not been great, have they? So yeah, that's true. Maybe now they are a bit better, but how much are the rights? I don't know. How much does it cost to do it? There's always money involved with football coverage. That's another conversation that yeah. we might have at the end of the season. Um, so they have three games anyway. San Marino, Albania and Poland. Um, <clears throat> they beat San Marino 5-0. I thought they would have beaten them by more, to be honest. Cause... Oh yeah, but it was yeah, but it's just, it's just an awful game, isn't it? They were like 2-0 up early on and then um, they can just see, they take their foot off the gas. They could probably have won by about 15, to be honest. James Ward-Prowse scoring. Was it a free kick? I'm not sure. He loves, loves a free kick, doesn't he? I can't remember all the goals, to be honest. Um, Calvert-Lewin Calvert Lewin scored twice, Raheem Sterling and then Ollie Watkins. So fair play to Ollie Watkins. Coming from Championship last year, first England call-up and uh, goal. I know it's San Marino, but you can only play against what's in front of you. Yeah, good on him, to be fair. Yeah, Grimes um, next. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully with us though, not not with moving away to another <laughs> club. Yeah. Um, they won against Albania two 0 today. We've got Albania soon. I think it's our friendly before before the Euros. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't actually seen who scored in the, in that match, but Harry Kane and Mason Mount are probably more of a first first choice team. Foden started. Yes. Yeah, Foden was class. So again, they're kind of just getting the job done there, and they you would think maybe this they I don't discredit Albania at all, but can you name a player? Mm, no, that's a quiz question now. But I guess that's what England do, isn't it? They win all their qualifiers, win them to nil, all these easy games, and then turn up to a tournament and yeah, and yeah, but I think that that's part of the reason why the international break is just really annoying. Because like England always go like ten out of ten or whatever it is in qualifying, and then don't turn up in the tournament. It's just the same old yeah stuff all the time, isn't it? And I yeah, they need yeah. maybe they look at the qualification process differently, like you said. But it reminds just... me of that rant that Harry Redknapp had when he said himself he wasn't interested in. Oh yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, that was good. He was spot on. Right? He's saying like, yeah, I've got the bin man just playing against England. You know, they're going to put a couple past them, and then they'll turn up to the tournament when it matters, and they just don't turn up. He said he couldn't wait to get back to to yeah. Saturday to come and watch well, the game. Well, I say, you're always looking forward. Right. To, I'm looking forward to Friday. Like, yeah, I can't wait for Friday. Um, okay, anyway, that's enough for England. They got to play Poland next, and maybe that's a little bit more of a competitive game to judge them on. But yeah. I won't be surprised if they win that, and then you know, that's what they always do, isn't it? In the qualifiers, as we just said, specifically the Swansea players. Then, so we touched on Connor Roberts. Really, he started against Belgium, sub against Mexico. You'd think he's going to start against Czech Republic. Ben Cabango, he's probably had his fill of international duty, starting against Mexico. Had a solid performance. Here's yeah. an interesting one, though. Actually, before we get to that, let's finish the Wales off. So Brandon Cooper got called up by Wales. He's only played yeah, for Newport good. County this season, which he got injured after we recalled him. Hasn't featured for the Swans. So um, good on him for getting a call-up. Obviously, he's done enough in his stint to Newport to be uh, in the picture. Obviously, down the peck in order because of injuries, but he's young and shows that we've got another one coming through. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, nice for him to get a call-up. Well, get in the set-up, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he got see called. what it's all about. They picked him out to the under twenty ones, and he was in the under twenty one squad. And I think they called him up from there. So yeah, it's good, good to get him in the setup. So yeah, yeah. More. So here's the interesting one, anyway. Jamal Lowe 
scoring for Jamaica in a 4-1 defeat to the USA. So we were on about Jamal Lowe's call-up. Um, but he scored a goal, so maybe that's going to help us. He's, I mean, well, they've, got, they've only got one game, even though he had to fly quite far. You know what goals do for uh, for confidence, you know, especially with Lowe. Um, he needed so, it. Yeah, it was a love, love, nice little finish as well, mine, really, in all fairness to yeah, him. Yeah, I saw the goal. It was really good. Well, you know, I mean, being hopeful, maybe that'll be... Uh, That'll give him a kick on, a kick on now for the rest of the season, coming back with a bit of confidence. Because obviously losing 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 the derby is our last game. Probably a bit of a cast a bit of a shadow. You know, I found it quite interesting as well that Jamaica. I think like they qualified, haven't they, for something? I believe. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe it's like an American tournament, but um, they've just started calling up like half of England's like not yeah, got quite a few of them. Going to make it players. He started alongside Casey Palmer. Did Casey Palmer get called up for Jamaica? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. God. Andre Gray Certainly. played striker. Yeah, I saw Andre Gray played, yeah. Uh, Ravel Morrison. Ravel Morrison, oh God, yeah. Who yeah, fair play. Mariapa, but I think he might be... Uh, oh, yeah, Adrian Mariapa. He was so steady, didn't he, I think. Yeah, so that, I think there'd probably be a few more maybe going into the next international break, but um, Ariola didn't get called up from the USA because he's really played for them earlier this season. Well, I don't think anybody's found him yet, have they? I don't know. I don't know Does anybody happened. know where he is? Has he been seen around Rossi's or has he, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't has anyone seen him anywhere? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jamal Lowe. So, we got Andre Ayu. So, he just finished uh, playing for Ghana. He didn't play their game against South Africa, but he just he went out there for the one they played today against uh, Sao Tome. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Did we see what the score was? No, I didn't see the score. I just seen the video of him. Yeah, so we got bad news. <sighs> yeah, no, I just uh, seen the video of him limping off at like ninety fifth minute. I think it was as well, right Someone at the end of the game. Someone snapped him in the so. last kick of the game, basically, and uh, uh, he was limped off. Yeah. So we have to wait and see what that means for, yeah. uh, for his fitness. But hopefully, hopefully. Uh, well, he'll be available for Friday, but he's obviously got to travel back, get assessed, um, have a fitness test, and all the rest of it. So I'll be, I'd be, I'm probably going to say he might not play Friday. No, he might be on the bench, and he. Yeah. I think Friday's going to come too soon for us. I think with a lot of the players. Um, but I was really confused because I thought that he was called up, but not. He was like not going to play. No, so he was called up but not going to play. They played South Africa first, in South Africa. So yeah. the quarantine situation, South Africa is one of the places you can't, like if you went there, you'd have to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, but... So they called up, like, the Ghana team called up players that it didn't matter so much. Like, you know, maybe ones based elsewhere that didn't matter so much for that game. And then called up all the, like, main players in the big leagues for the second game where they wouldn't have to quarantine afterwards. Because I, like, yeah, I thought I had in my head that he wasn't playing at all, and then I saw then that he was playing today. I saw him in the starting lineup. Yeah. But how does that work though? Because all the other players who had gone to South Africa are still in that camp, and then they've <laughs> well, gone into the camp. I don't. Maybe they used two squads. I don't know. Well, maybe, but yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. But yeah, well, looks like it's worked out well for us anyway. <laughs> So we'll have to wait on the extent of Ayu's injury. He didn't score, but his brother did score a penalty. So 
he doesn't take penalties for a national team. It's weird because he's captain and all that, but gives them to his brother. Um, Ryan Manning didn't feature in two of Ireland's games. He wasn't even on the bench, so he's at a rest. They've got another <laughs> one, but I'm guessing he's not going to feature in that either because that's a, another qualifier. So, Well, he might do because they lost to Luxembourg, didn't they? So they might uh, overhaul yeah, the squad. They lost to Serbia and then they lost to Luxembourg, but he hasn't been on the bench for either, and he's only had one cap, I think, so... Ah, right, yeah, he might not. He's just there in the sit- in the setup, isn't he? So, yep. Mark he started versus Switzerland. He's also playing like in half an hour, I believe it kicks off. Are they playing again today? Starting again, yep. so uh, he's probably going to start the third one. You said on Wednesday, was it? Yeah, Wednesday afternoon. We play on Friday, so he perhaps isn't going to feature as well. Um, Friday. But yeah, I guess Cabango is probably not going to play, so he comes into that team. And Bennett and Norton, they've had a rest. Yeah. yeah. Not the end of the world there. Um, I guess he put in solid shift, though, because he's, he's starting back to back games. He's obviously, they're obviously liking what he's doing there. Obviously, I didn't watch much, I didn't watch any of the games. But um, yeah. that's it. I think I've hit the nail on everyone there. Our players. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's everyone else. in there. I don't, think no, I don't think we missed anyone out, have we? Two 121s, so. I think, all in the Wales, but no, no other ones. So that's the Horan dropped out, didn't he? Obviously, because yeah, he got Horan injured. injured. Oh, yeah. you didn't think about that? No, I haven't heard anything come out yet, so no, we'll have to wait and see on that one. So that's the uh, international part of this uh, podcast. Sorry if it was a bit, we droned on a bit and uh, boring, but I guess that just comes back to where the international periods they are quite boring in, <laughs> in certain aspects. So sorry if we couldn't make it exciting because. Yeah, Brutal. It is what it is, isn't it? But um, maybe this will be a bit more exciting. We're going to have a quick look at the running of Swansea, Watford, and Brentford, the three teams that I've got. I mean, look, if uh, Barnsley come and sneak in or Reading manage to put a hell of a run together and finish second, then we're going to look silly, but can't see it myself. I think it's between the three for second place. So we're going to have a look at who we've all got left to play. And what we necessarily might think is going to happen. Let's start with the Swans then. Obviously, Friday night, our first one is Birmingham away. They've just had a new manager. Yeah. Without going into too much detail, because we'll do a pre-match on it. How are we feeling for that? Oh, I, I don't know. Not confident at the moment. I think um, it's like a restart, isn't it? Treat it as a restart yeah, and set, yeah. set the sort of like, we've got to get it a win. Is. Yeah, it is. It is a restart, and however we start this game now is going to is going to sort of set the tone for the run in, isn't it? Yeah. And put put a marker down. And say, look, we're not out of it. We're still here, and we're playing first. I think for the no, first time in a while. We're playing last. We're playing at eight o'clock on Saturday night again. With Birmingham, it's Friday. Oh, not not start Friday. That's what I meant. But it's eight o'clock on Friday night. Yeah, but they're all playing Saturday, aren't they? No, everyone plays Friday, don't they? Oh, it's, it's, good, fr- it's good Friday. Yeah, it's just Friday it just and Friday then... night TV game. My bad. No, Friday and Monday then, isn't it? So we're pretty much all playing the same time. Probably maybe at fifteen minutes later. I haven't checked the yeah. kickoff times for the other ones. I'll have a look now. Watford. Oh, I'm lying. Watford are playing at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, they all play before us. Brentford are playing after half past. Uh, Brentford are playing Saturday. Are they? Yeah. Well, fair enough. I thought all the games were on Good Friday. Saturday and then Tuesday, Brentford is. 
Ah, okay. So they're one day after on both. So that on both days, right? positive. There, they they're gonna know. Well, they're gonna know what they need to do. It's only a positive if we win. Yeah. Really. Otherwise, they well, I sometimes menta- mentality is a weird thing, and even if we lose, and then that goes to their heads, and they don't take advantage. But either way, yeah, like we got Birmingham away. We got win. It's not necessarily as easy as what everyone's going to make out. You'd argue we should win that game, but they've got a new manager. Watford did just smash them, didn't they? So uh, can we go? No, and it's time. Uh, lay down a market. It's time. Say? It's time to be a bit. It's time to be a bit harsher. I think if we want to get second now, we've got to beat teams like Birmingham, and we've got to beat probably half the teams that we play yeah, in the running. Right. Got to. Yeah, to got, get second, you've, got, you've got to do the job, haven't you? I'm, yeah, I'm just saying it's not an easy game, that's all. But you are right. Oh, no, oh, no. It's, there's no easy game. No easy yeah. game at all. But um, if we're saying we, we, we won that second spot, they can't, they've, got, they've got to win that game. They've got to beat those teams. Yeah, exactly. I'd go as far as saying that the like the Good Friday game and Easter Monday game. Um, make or break. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah, I think make or break. I think those two games then. So um, it's I don't know who. Away and impressed in a home. Yeah, I think I think they got to they got to get six points, or um, it could be curtains. I think it is. It is right, and I only brought the new manager thing in because it's the same for both teams. Although Preston will yeah, be I more like caretaker manager, I think, rather than a new manager. Um, I know it's typical, isn't it? We like the, our first two games. Yeah, they've like been struggling games. for so long, and then by the time we play them next to each other, they've sorted it out. And usually, after that sort of thing, they'll stabilize a bit. Maybe even a draw is good for them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas not for us at all. So um, yeah, we've got to make sure we do a job, and there's a reason they're down there, and uh, hopefully the reason wasn't their manager. <laughs> yeah. Although I think it was in Birmingham's case, maybe not so much yeah. in Preston's. They've sold a lot of players as well. So again, that's Preston at home. That that needs to be a win. Um, Millwall away. I think they're yeah tough the again. They're tenth and they. They're, uh, they're on the beach. It's another one they gotta they I gotta mean, win. Yeah, they are tenth and they are ten points off the playoffs, so <sighs> Yeah, look, they could I go mean... win all their games or get in, but I just think like if they lose on Friday, then they're probably done. Yeah, I think this is uh look, the first four games that we've got after this international break now. You said Birmingham and Preston and you and Millwall away and then Wickham at home. Yeah, it's Wickham at home after that. Look, I mean realistically I don't see it happening, but we got to get twelve points there. Eh? I don't. I'd even go a step further because then it's QPR at home, and I would say fifteen. <sighs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, look, I don't see that happening. I don't see us winning five yeah, games in a row. Not, I'm not saying we are going to get fifteen, but I think we need yeah, to get fifteen. Oh, I think look, if they if they if they win those five games there, which is realistic, because they can beat all them, especially Wickham and QPR at home and Preston at home. Um, yeah, well, compared they, to they, Watford, they, they'll be in there. We'll compare to Watford in a second. After those five, it's Reading away, Derby at home and Watford away. So Reading and Watford are probably the most difficult. Derby might be safe from relegation and on the beach. Um, Reading might be fighting for their lives to stay in sixth place. So that could be a really hard one. Um, And Watford, Watford away last game of the season, it might be whoever wins second or it might be a draw as Brentford second. Like, you don't know what's going to happen for that. that. That is like... If you can do the job before, but they will also be saying the same thing. It's a horrific last three. That is, I don't like that last three games. Red in away, Derby home, Watford away. But when we play Derby at home, that 
same fixture list. Uh, Brentford have got Watford, haven't they? So that could be massive yeah, for us. Yeah, so we'll, we'll touch. We, we didn't mention we've got Sheffield Wednesday away as well, which uh, yep. is in there somewhere, but can't. I haven't got the exact date for that one because apparently the it is it is rearranged. Nineteenth of April, was it? I want to say. Didn't put it that. Could be wrong. Yeah, it's it's in April. It's one of um, it's probably in between like uh, Millwall and QPR somewhere in that in a midweek slot somewhere yeah, in them two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you could go to eighteen in that run, eighteen points, and that's when yeah. the game. Well, well. If they if they win if they win six five or six games there in a row they'll be they'll be in the hunt they'll be right in there. Moving over to Watford then. So their home form has been fantastic this season, and they've got Sheffield Wednesday at home to start off with. So I w- I would have rather them have a tricky one after the international break, but I guess that's kind of smoothing themselves back into things really. Uh, so I think they'll probably win that. Um, yeah. Middlesbrough yeah, no. away, so can Neil Warnock do us a favour, maybe? Red in a home, so you know they got some tricky games after that first one back. That, yeah. uh, they could drop points quite easily, and you know we could get back into the picture. Um, then they've got Luton away. Again, Luton probably going to be on the beach by then. Norwich away. It depends here because if Norwich are still going for hundred points. They could be still playing like it's a hard game. Don't get me wrong, but if Norwich are kind of like home and dry, you're taking a foot off the gas a little bit. That's not what you want. Yeah. And then the last three is Millwall at home, and then two massive games for them, which is Brentford away and Swansea at home. That's class. That is the like, last like last two it's games. It's going to be insane that last week because it could look like we're not in the picture, and then Brentford go and beat them, and all th- all three of us are suddenly back in the picture. Like, can you imagine all three are still in it on the last day, and we've got Watford. Ah, that'd be just that'd be class. So obviously, Watford have got one game less than both us and Brentford, um, but still a lot to play for, man. It's it's hard to predict. I think Watford. Will... Yeah, I feel I feel a lot better about it now. I mean, I was looking at it before the international break. Um, I was adamant that it was probably done. Yeah. Um, but I think it rests on, like we said, we've got the massive first five games are all winnable i think the first two get six points on the board um and we'll see where we are then but um yeah i didn't do credit for one of watford's games as well i was going to say they've got four games that i think they might drop point but i'm going to change it to five so middlesbrough away red and a home potential yep. for slip-ups uh, norwich uh, away and sorry i mean six not five norwich away brentford away and swansea at home they're not, you know, all easy wins for them. But the one that I was forgetting about, Luton away, is actually a massive derby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, that's and it's away for them as well. So that's not that's not an easy win either. Because, well, I'm just going from what I see on like the Facebook fan pages for the championship. But Watford Luton seems to be the most fans that are at each other in the the entire championship from what I can see on social media. They eat each other. Fair enough. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was that much. Uh, I didn't realize it was that tasty. Yeah, well, I didn't either. But I guess they haven't I, really uh, been in the same league for a long time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot. Of, the London, all the London games are a bit dodgy, though, aren't they? I mean, you know, Luton, QPR, Millwall, Watford. They they can always be a bit tasty, can they? Mm. 
So probably, probably missed some out. But... Brentford, Watford, they London. Oh, Brentford, yeah, yeah. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? Watford, you know, they might have maybe they peaked too early with this mad run of wins they've had. Um, yeah, I mean, knows? we're asking for a favour, aren't we? But um... sometimes, though, we've seen in the Championship, like sometimes the team in second is liable to slipping up. Going into well, the I, well, I well, I'm not sure what Brentford's running is like, but we'll have a look at that. But I think, you know. Our running is is better than Watford's. If we can, if if we can actually pick up some form, and yeah. actually start, you know, doing something, then um, we were we were with a hell of a shout there with those first six games. I didn't so, realize how good it was. Brentford's now that you've running. read it out and put it on paper, I'm just loving the look of that first yeah. six games that we've got. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. We got over our worst week was Bournemouth Cardiff, and unfortunately we couldn't get anything out of it. But that would have been bonus, like. This is where you need yeah. to win the games to like put us in the picture. Yeah. Um, obviously, you, you do need others to step up, but it's the championship. People slip up yeah. all the time. Brentford then, so they've got Huddersfield away to start with. So, I mean, tricky for us, but everyone else seems to find it all right. <laughs> um, Birmingham at home, so they're playing them after us. Hopefully, Birmingham will be like, you know, we got smashed twice in a row now. We need to get to better because they got smashed by Watford and then us. That's weird, isn't it? It would be Watford, us, and then Brentford playing Birmingham one after the other. Yeah, it's funny how it works out when it comes like that to the end of the season. And, and then actually, and Brentford, right? So we've got Birmingham, Preston, Millwall. Brentford have got Birmingham, Preston, Millwall. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the changes then it goes to uh, so it's Preston away, Birmingham, um, Millwall at home. Cardiff at home. Cardiff going to do us a favour. I got Cardiff are they? Yeah. Interesting. Bournemouth away. Another tough one. That's a big game that is, man. Because it depends on form, isn't it? Brentford could have slipped. We don't know. Brentford uh, could yeah, have but slipped that's a, that's a massive game there. Cardiff and Bournemouth that week. Because those two Fine, are looking in on the playoffs. Mate. Yeah. So that's really yeah. tough for Brentford. And if they don't manage to get wins in the games before, they could be dragged down into it. That's what I'm saying. If they, obviously you'd think they will, but if they do slip out, they could be dragged into that fight, depending on what Barnsley and Reading are also doing. Like if if the four yeah. teams keep winning below them, um, it's not like you know Barnsley are only four points off Brentford, so yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we'll regardless, Bournemouth and Cardiff will be wanting to win to keep the pressure on Reading and Barnsley. Yeah, and then we've got. The big ones. Oh, sorry. Rotherham first. So there's Rotherham at home, which is the rearranged That's game. That's game yeah. yeah. And then it's Watford at home and Bristol City away. So they probably got the nicest uh, yeah. end of the season in terms of like the last game. You'd fancy them in that last game. It depends. If they're out of it by then, then it's obviously irrelevant. But you know, if Watford go and beat them, they might be not even in with a chance. That's in that's that's good as well. If they play Rotherham that game in hand midweek before they've got to play Watford on the Saturday. Yeah. But that's then quite important. You might want Brentford to beat Watford. Well, yeah. We have in the current do. situation. This Watford that you want to lose points, not Brentford. And then you've got to back us to beat Watford then. And it doesn't matter what Brentford do. Look, I mean it would be absolutely amazing carnage, if it comes it? down to that last game, but Oh my god, I, I I really hope it doesn't. I'd I'd love it if we got promoted, 
I'd love it if we got promoted the week before when Watford and Brentford play each other and they draw. Yeah. And we've got Derby. And that would be... Yeah, that would be the one that took... Well, you know, again... That's a big ask, that is. But then the fixtures could help, you know, there's potential for it, but by no means, that's probably like best case scenario look, sort of I'm really look I'm really glad we did this because that run in that we've got is so much better than uh, than the other two by far yeah and it is but it's only as good as what we make it yeah well exactly look if they look if if you're looking at that run of fixtures what is it nine games nine for us eight for Watford nine for Brentford right if we do, you know if we if we if we, if we don't win if we don't win the majority of those games we don't deserve to finish second that's 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 the bottom line so I think um could probably say it's in our hands with that. Yeah. No, I agree. And it is tasty. It's tasty, though, isn't it? Like, as yeah. long as we could keep ourselves in touch, that last couple of games is tasty. Like, as much as it's unbearable why, as well. This is why we need the international break, because I feel so much better now. I just can't wait. It's, I'm just thinking, yes, love to be. It's love to be a part of the promotion race. And it's love, nice to be in the question. Yeah, it kind um, of puts a new perspe- a different perspective on the last couple of weeks where we've all a lot of the Swans uh, fans and the perception around the team and us drifting off. Yeah. It's not at all like we're third, so that's what twenty one other clubs in the championship that wish they could swap positions with us, and we're moaning. Yep. Like that's the yeah. bigger picture, really. Um, would you rather be Birmingham right now? No, we wouldn't. So, yeah, I know, but I think the position we have got ourselves in, um, we just don't want to see them throw it away now. Obviously, that's yeah. Football is with the full way of heartache and uh, emotion, but um, oh, that's quite that's that's very poetic. <laughs> You've got to take the rough with the smooth, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. Like. Yeah, yeah. Every time you're in a position where you might go up, you're not going to go up every time. No club will ever no. do that. We did no. it like, well, I say we did it. The two years before we actually went up from a championship, we kind of missed out on the playoffs, like agonizingly. Yeah, we've never actually been in like numerous promotion races, have we, for the automatics? If you look at teams like Brentford and, and like we said about Leeds and, yeah. and those sort of teams, being in the promotion race year yeah. after year and not getting promoted. So it is a bit different, we've isn't it? Sort of our successful first. Successful when we've got there, and it's like kind of don't know how to take it when we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, even when we went up, my, my it tested my memory. But I think uh, even when we went up in the playoffs, I think we were always sort of third and fourth. I think maybe we, were we creeped in at second. some point for um, for automatics, and then it, it did turn into a fight to who can have the better playoff game by the last. Yeah, I think it sort of tailed off for a while. I think we. I remember we creeped into second like once maybe or twice and then but we were never really properly in it I don't think like we are now no yeah so I mean look that was good and we won the playoffs and play. you might even be able if we are in the playoffs guys you might even be able to go to Wembley some of you so um, yeah something to look forward to isn't it like even if you can't take it even if you'd rather take second to guarantee Premier League football next year you've got a nice away day to look forward to potentially because and it's not even oh, that, a, like it's not even the fact that the Welsh government is like oh you can't have fans in stadiums. It's in England, so they've already said that um, they probably will allow travel outside of Wales by that time. Like we can travel to England, so as long as fans can go in stadiums in England, you'll be able to go. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. 
Yeah, that's, like, I'm just saying, based on what has been yeah, said no, at yeah. the moment, it yeah, could no. all change COVID. And all well, that, look, like, the, you know. the, playoffs, the playoffs could be brilliant. Well, we could be allowed to have fans in the stadium for the playoffs, isn't it? for the home, home and away leg, isn't it? And well, I know Wembley definitely. That's what Boris said. This is why I was making a point. Last time this happened, the Welsh government said no, didn't they? Yeah, where was he? Yeah, that there. Yeah, that would be disgusting yeah. though if it is playoffs and home and away. You can have you can have fans, and then Welsh says no, but England says yes, and there's no fans at home, no. but there's fans away. I feel like they'd have to equal it because that's that's unfair. Oh, that's, that's not fair. That's a big debate, that is. That that would not be fair, would it? Like, and and Cardiff might be in the same boat as if if they sneak in. Although, if we play them, then it won't matter because we both won't have any fans again. Oh, God, no, no. Let's not entertain Swans Cardiff in the playoffs ever, unless it happens. It nearly happened. That remember, remember that time when it nearly happened. The it one should. We went up. It should have happened. And they were it like, should have happened. They were like, oh, um, we'll have to take the Swans fans up like the valleys and come in a different way to to Wembley. Oh, Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? I think, to be honest, on paper it should have happened because Cardiff should have beaten Reading. Um, so I'd, I'd argue they were probably better than Reading at the time. Um. Oh my god! Can you imagine a playoff final against Cardiff? Oh my god! Can you imagine no. losing it? I can't. No, no, that day, and it would have been the first Welsh club in the Premier League as well. That one, it would have been the game for the first Welsh club in the Premier League. Well, look, it's the same as the last couple of years in the League Cup. They bottled their chance to play us in a knockout tournament. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. two out of the last three years we have played the club that put them out the round before. <laughs> yeah. On that note, anything else to say yeah. on the run-ins? No, I don't think so. I just, uh, yeah, like I, we've said, we've said on other podcasts as well, and we like, uh, I'm t- I tend to be the doom and gloom, and you, uh, you pick me up and feel me a bit more positive about the game, and I think this has helped definitely. Looking forward to Friday now, depending on our injuries. Yeah, I mean, we might be talking about our... Friday and, and be crying, but. <laughs> Hopefully like you, may, you may have to pick. You may have to pick me up on Friday night when well, I'm I don't know, doing this If again. we lose against Birmingham and Watford go and beat Sheffield Wednesday, then uh, nine points seems ah, a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's done then. Yeah, and that's where we are at the moment, and that's why it's a massive game. Uh, the other way round, so, if we beat Birmingham and they lose against Sheffield Wednesday, then three points with the game in hand and to play them, all of a sudden doesn't seem like much again. Yeah, I know. And that's I that's know. literally how much in the balance it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'll do this now before this because this is the checkpoint, right? This is the checkpoint of the season. I'm gonna say this to you now. Do you think we're gonna get second? I don't think we will. I think we're gonna get. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say fourth for a second, but then Brentford have been poor lately <laughs> as well. I think they have been poor. I think they've been worse than us lately. Like we've been moaning, but they've been worse. So I'm going to say yeah. third. I think we're going to finish third. And then play. That's a, that's Who's going to finish third? I don't even know. <laughs> Do you know what? Cardiff. Oh my God, no. Do you, know what, do you know what my issue is though? I think I think if we don't get second, we don't go up. Because I, I don't fancy us to... Uh, I think Redden are going to drop out. And I think Bournemouth or Cardiff are going to come in. And I don't fancy us to beat either over two legs. I think Barnsley might drop our mind. I know they've had a fantastic run to get there, but do they have the, like, can they stay there? That's another question. Can they answer that question? If they can, fair play to them. 
but I Bournemouth think, and Cardiff I, are big teams hunting them down. So yeah, I think the team that I think the team that puts a run of form together and sneaks into the playoffs will win it this year. Because I think Brentford and Swans missing out. Say it is, for example, Brentford and Swans missing out on promotion. Um would be bad and then I think if it's red in that are still stuck in there I don't fancy them ripping up trees in the playoffs I could be wrong obviously and then if Bournemouth or Cardiff yeah. sneak in you've got to say Cooper though he loved the like he has last year's experience and yeah yeah look we can't write ourselves off but it just he's yeah. got the knockout competition experience as well and yeah. if Watford go up and Norwich like they're the two with the better defence than us so You'd have that on his side yeah. as well. In terms of for knockout, just don't concede. I mean, I think we got caught out then we going to Brentford last year away, like that first like twenty minutes of that game killed us. Um if you look yeah. at the two legs, like Andre Ayu also missed a penalty. Yeah. So we played Brentford twice this year. We didn't lose. Second game they battered us, I know that. Um Reading, better team at home, got them to play away. Cardiff, I mean one all in terms of games, I would argue we play if we play the same way as what we played in the game the other day, in a game between us in the playoffs, I think we win. I don't think they sneak a one nil twice in the same circumstances if that game goes the same way. No, I'm quite uh, I'm quite excited though because we just it's nice but, it's just good like, to be in the conversation. I'm not saying we beat Cardiff over two legs though before that gets. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying if we that game happens again. Which it could if it was in the playoffs. I think we win that. Um, who else was that? Bournemouth. I probably feel more. I think that's if they come in. That's probably the one I would want the least. I yeah. I don't. I don't think we'd be Bournemouth over two legs. Same. I, don't I think that's that's the one. I think we got more chance beating Cardiff over two legs than Bournemouth, but it would hurt more. <laughs> that's that's the that's the trade off. Yeah. It would hurt more yeah. if we don't. But I think we got yeah. a bad chance. I think Bournemouth, like they, they came down from a prem last year and they got a lot of good players still. So they're in a. Well, I feel like they're underachieving as it is. Let's just let's just get second then. Well, that, that is the hope. That's the hope. Go on then. Before we end, we'll both say our oh, top six. I'll write them down and we'll see you. Uh, we'll oh, see top you six! All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do this now and then we'll read them out at the end of the season. At the end. So we're not reading them out now then? Yeah, we can read them out now. Right, we'll just come on. back to it to see how far yeah. off we were. I think, I'm guessing we're going to put both Norwich top. Well, I went for Barnsley. <laughs> You're lying. Well, Barnsley to win the league, obviously. <laughs> so Norwich top, yeah? Yeah, Norwich top, yeah. Okay. Who are you putting second? I ain't going uh, Watford. Wat- Watford, yeah. Um, now, now I want to change it because you've done Watford. I don't want to be the same. <laughs> so basically, we're predicting the playoffs. Yeah, go on. Yeah, okay, we'll I've do it all the way through if you want. I've done the whole league. I don't know enough about the lower. No, not the whole league. I mean the playoffs. Swansea you th- third. third. Um, I've gone Brentford third. Brentford fourth. Swans fourth. Bournemouth. Bournemouth fifth. Yeah. Ooh. And Cardiff. Oh, Reading and Vansy to drop out. That's big. Well, got to like, big I'd, sometimes. I'd like to see their run ins, actually. Should I think. Yeah, go on. 
I think red in fifth. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I think Bournemouth will definitely be in there. Bournemouth well, will definitely be you in can't, there. You can't float all these round. You need to say. You need to say what you think is going to be. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. I've got Norwich, Watford, Brentford, Swans. Red in and Bournemouth. I'm sticking with that. So you've got Brentford in third. Swansea Brentford in third. In, in fourth. fourth. And then... Red in and Bournemouth. Oh, so you think... Uh, Barnsley will drop out as well. I want Barnsley to stay in. Now you said it. Now it's on paper. It's on paper. All right, okay, Barnsley's running right. They've got Redden in their first game back. Oh, that's massive. So a draw there helps Bournemouth and Cardiff massively. Oh my god, that's huge. Cardiff are going to get in there. Then they've got Luton Town away, which isn't easy. Um, Middlesbrough at home, mm, yeah, which is tough. Still tough, tough game. Coventry City, Huddersfield. Rotherham, Preston, and Norwich. Norwich is the last game. So it's not too bad. Like, it could be worse. Yeah, and do you know what I've decided? What? So Brentford are finishing third, and the Swans are finishing fourth. Swans will turn red in over over two legs, and Brentford will be Bournemouth, and there'll be Swans-Brentford in the playoff final. I, I, I think I'd rather... I don't even... I hate Brentford. <laughs> 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 I, I just don't want that at all. Cardiff, I kind of do want it. Oh, right. well, I wouldn't mind if we win to see Thomas Frank like crying, but I, I part of me wants to see. I just love swans, it because but... when they lose a game, like they lost the other day, and he's like, or they drew, and he's like, oh, I'm not concerned because the stats say we made all these chances, and you know, on another day we would have won. Well, mate, you didn't win, and this focus on if you look at the stats, you've made more chances than any other team for the entire league. You're not first, though, are you? You're fourth. And you're quite far off first. So clearly, this just, oh, I'm not concerned because the stats say, well, he didn't win this time. And there's been a couple of other games recently that you haven't either. So what's happening? So you're not a fan then? I just, it's just arrogance, I think. He just comes across as arrogant because it's never like, yeah, yeah the other team defended well. It's like, well, I'm not concerned because the stats show that we made enough chances to win the game and next time we put him in. I'd love a crack at them in the playoff final, mind. I would love to see him ball it again. Imagine we shit out a playoff final win, like just Cabango just wipes out the keeper and no, takes the ball. Yeah, I was gonna say he kills the keeper. Uh, like one nil. Just... <laughs> one nil. No, someone better. gets sent off for Ayu rolling around on the floor. It would be better if yeah, Andre Ayu in the box and then the keeper comes out and Andre jumps over his arm, but then rolls around and then the pen gives, the, the ref gives a penalty <laughs> in the ninety third minute. Um, Cardiff have got Nottingham Forest, Sheffield Wednesday away. Forest is at home, sorry. Blackburn at home. Red in away. Brentford mm. away. Oh, Wickham at right home. Had, uh, Birmingham away and Rotherham at home. So they've got two big games, but the rest of them are quite winnable. And if they beat yeah. Red in, that's massive in terms of a six-pointer. I think if they beat Red in, they'll probably sneak in with the rest of the fixtures. Yeah, so that's what I mean. They could easily get in. Um, so you're going, you're going Bournemouth-Cardiff then, you? Yeah. I think, so that means I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Um, Bournemouth have gone Middlesbrough at home. Blackburn away. Coventry at home. Huddersfield away. Norwich away. Uh, Millwall away. Three away in a row. Brentford at home. Uh, Wickham away. And Stoke. So again, Norwich and... Brentford. Brentford, two games. And, and then, they could easily sneak in. 
I think I think you're right. Actually, I think Bournemouth Cardiff, but I'm going to stick with my gut and go red in Bournemouth. And then looking at red in finally, so they got Barnsley. We said that already. They played Derby. They got Watford, Cardiff, then Luton, then us. Swansea, oh, then Norwich. Red. Oh my god! Oh, nah, can I change my mind? <laughs> no, it's down now. That's probably the worst running. That's that's probably the worst running. Yeah, Reading are going to drop out, but they're in my playoffs. So you're Reading fan now. Yeah. Anyway, that's it's been just over an hour, so let's uh, let's call it on that. Wait, before we finish, what? So you had Swans Cardiff in the first le- in the in the semi final, and that would be what Brentford and Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth. What's the, what, what's the final? And who's going up? Uh, I think it will be Brentford and us in the, in the final. Oh, I'd love it. I, I want it. I, if we don't get, if we don't finish second, I want Swans Brentford playoff final. I just love to see it. Could you imagine the Swans Cardiff semis and the Swans Brentford final as carnage? That'd be the most horrific like two weeks ever. I know. Um, and I don't know if I want to call that fix that game. I have to say oh, Swansea yeah. because you got to, but I don't know. Well, they they bottled it last year in the final. Yeah, and I, yeah. Well, look, we'll we'll come back to that. We bottled it. it. You could say we bottled it in semis, although we probably shouldn't have been there. So. Yeah, we'll come back to that when when we get there. Let's uh, maybe we'll revisit this like four games out and see if we're still in the picture and have a look at it. But um, Red on that note, been a good one. So cheers for joining, Lee. No worries. Um, if you haven't done so already, we did release some merch, so feel free to check that out over on Teespring. The link should be in the video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, then just go to our Twitter, which is oh, hang on. at Swanscast Media, and um, there'll be a link. So Lee's just going to show anyone on YouTube the T-shirt right now. So that is the... Uh, hold it up a bit higher. Hey, so there's, there's one of our T-shirts. That's a black one. Well, we got a couple. If you've got any ideas, we'll make some more. But... Um, we will be looking to increase our range. All of the money we make from that will just be going straight back into our content to improve the quality, like the microphones, cameras, anything like that. So appreciate anyone that does support us, and thank you very much if you have done so already. As always, though, don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with all our content, or follow on Spotify, like the video, engage in the comments or on our Twitter, let us know what you think, and we shall catch you in the next one. See you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. Don't forget if you enjoyed the video to click the like button to help us grow. To keep up to date with all of our new uploads, hit the subscribe button and push the bell to ensure you are notified of all of our new videos. As always, engage in the comments and let us know your opinions on what we discussed today. And if you want to support us directly, check out our new merch where you can find some awesome sponsor-related t-shirts. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.